The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's have our seats. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, how are you doing, everybody? I just talk to me. I said, how are you doing, everybody? Okay. So, um, we are going to be continuing our teaching, Understanding Devils. I'm going to move as fast as I can. Praise God. You know, Revelation chapter number 12 and verse 7. What does it say? Team scripture. Pay attention. Revelation 12 and 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. Verse 8, everybody read. It says what? And prevailed not, neither was there what? Please found anymore in heaven. Verse 9, it says, all right. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan. So we have two words there used to refer to the devil. It uh, says the devil and Satan. And we've said that the word devil there is the word diabolos. Praise God, Diabolos, and um, we have that. Turn in there quickly. Can we please, child services, do what you're supposed to do? Hallelujah. Now, it says, um, and prepared not, neither was there any uh, place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast at that old servant called the devil. The word devil here is diabolos, and it means a false accuser or a slanderer. All right? The devil actually, his operation, his modus operandi, is to bring about false accusation or to bring about accusation and to slander people. Now, we've said that accusation is based on what? On something that is true, why slander is based on what is what is false. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. All right, now, the word Satan here, all right, Satan, okay, actually speaks to um, um, someone who is a prosecutor or an accuser, the accuser. So Satan speaks of the devil as the person who accuses, okay? So one of the ministry or one major way the devil operates is that he brings accusation against people. That is what he does. That is what Satanas does. So Satan and devil actually speak to the operation of the devil as an accuser. Accuser. So in verse 10, it says, And I heard a loud voice saying, in heaven. Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren. All right? The what? Accuser of our brethren. Now, that word accuser here is the word categorio. Categorio. That is K A T E G O R E um, R E O. Categorio. And categorio means a prosecuting lawyer. So when he says the accuser of our brethren, the accuser of our brethren, he is saying that the devil stands in the place of a lawyer, a prosecuting lawyer against the church, against those who are believers. He is the accuser of our brethren. That is his role. That is what he does. 
the accuser of our brethren. Now, if you say someone is the accuser of our brethren, it would mean that there is something of, that forms the basis for which he will accuse the brethren with. Are you following? Are you following? Are you awake or you are sleeping? Good. All right. So, for example, if a lawyer comes and says, I, we are bringing a charge to you or bringing a charge against you, that charge against you would be based on certain constitution, certain laws. Hallelujah. It is on the basis of those laws that a charge will be brought where? Against you. If there are no, there are no laws and there is no constitution, all right, there will be no basis to bring a what? An accusation against you. Are you following what I'm saying? So an accusation or accusation is usually based on what? On laws. The accuser of our brethren. So that means the brethren will do something wrong and the accuser will accuse them or prosecute them based on the wrong that they have done. Because that is what it means. He says the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. He accuses them before our God day and night. Glory to God. That's to tell you the devil doesn't sleep. And the ministry of the devil is what? Accusation. You must understand that. The ministry of the devil is what? Accusation. Whenever you see a rise of accusation against any individual, whether that individual did something wrong or not, the person sponsoring that barrage of information against that individual is not God. The person doing it is who? The devil. Praise God. Now, the individual, all right, so accused, might have given room to the devil by not walking in the spirit. By giving room to the devil, by yielding to the flesh. But the person who is sponsoring that campaign of calumny against that individual is who? The devil. The devil. The devil. He now says, in verse 11, how did they overcome them? He says, and they what? Overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Praise God. They overcame him by what? The blood of the lamb. That means the redemptive work of Jesus, the forgiveness of sins. Because if their errors is pardoned, then the accusation does not hold any water. Are you following? So, for example, if you said somebody lied and you are accusing him for lying, but that act of lying has already been pardoned, it means the basis of the accusation no longer holds water. Praise the Lord. Because there has been a pardon. Look at um, Ephesians chapter number 1 and verse 7. It says, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. The word of their testimony. The word of their testimony. The logos of their testimony. Hallelujah. That means the redemption of Jesus, that's the blood shed, and your confession concerning the blood shed for you. Your word of faith is what has given you victory over the word accusatory ministry of the devil. 
Ephesians chapter 1, in whom we have redemption through what? His blood, the forgiveness of what? Of sins, according to the riches of his bliss. So that means, because you have redemption, all right, all right, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, it means, because you have forgiveness in the blood, the devil has no place or premise to bring an accusation against you successfully. Are you following what I'm talking about? So that means the defeat of the devil is forgiveness on the blood. The reason why the devil cannot and should not have any foothold in your life, the reason why the devil cannot and should not have any expression in your life is the forgiveness of sins. Because because of the forgiveness of sins, and because your sins, past, present, and future, have been forgiven in Christ, glory to God. Someone says, the Bible say your sins, past, present, and future have been forgiven in Christ? Well, yes, because if you turn to Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, look at it. Colossians 3. Look what it says. It says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ did what? Did, is he forgiving? Forgave. So that means the forgiveness in Christ is what? Past tense. So that means before you sinned, he already what? Forgave. So even as God, all right, he says, even as what? Even as what? Christ forgave you, so also do ye. When speaking about the forgiveness, all right, we have in Christ, the scriptures, the epistles always puts it as something that has been done. Glory to God. Glory to God. Look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13. He said, buried with him. In baptism wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the oppression of God, who hath raised him from the dead. Verse 13, everybody read. And you, being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your what? Flesh, as he what? Quickened together with him, having done what? Forgiving you. All trespasses. So, having forgiven you. So, forgiveness of sins... It's not something that is presently happening. It is something that has already happened in Christ. So the premise for which God tells you to forgive others, all right, no matter what they've done against you, is saying because I forgave you no matter what you did against me. So forgive others because I forgive you. And there is nothing anyone can, um, uh, there is nothing anyone can do against you that can be more hurtful and grateful, uh, 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 great, uh, uh, more hurtful and terrible than what you did against Christ. Are you following? That's what it's telling. So, because we have forgiveness of sins, God has taken away every single thing the devil can use to accuse us. So the devil has no basis to accuse us before God. Sin is no longer a tool the devil can use to accuse us before God because we have what? Because we have what? Because we have forgiveness of sins. Let me even show you one other thing. First John chapter 2. It says, my little children, verse 1. 
These things write I unto you that ye sin not. Uh huh. So that means he wrote, he wrote to us that we sin not. He now says, and if any man sin. Now notice something because we're going to show you. The teaching of eternal forgiveness is not a teaching that spurs people to sin. No. I don't know where people, the, mind, the warped mindset some people have. Some people have some very mad, crazy mind, mindset. I'm like, why would you think the benevolence of God leads people into more iniquity? How? How? Why is it that the benevolence of God? Because have you noticed something? Many people actually talk like that because they are, they are thinking like men. And this is why they are thinking like men. All right? So a woman, all right, all through her life, has heard people say, ah, if you are too kind to a man, he will take advantage of you. Are you following? If you are too forgiving, if you are too understanding, he will take advantage of you. With men, eh? Sometimes you have, to, you have to behave like a crazy woman so that you understand that. You understand? Sometimes you have to show that he can lose you so that he will value you more. Are you following? Come on, are you following? Uh-huh. So sometimes, some guys say, oh, you know, I have to keep myself scarce. Sometimes, I'll, you know, because too much, because when I chat with her too much, she will not begin to feel like, you know, I, it's only her. I have to show her that she have options so that she can value me more. Because you feel that when I'm too benevolent, people will take advantage of me. So that is where that mindset comes from. That when we teach the gospel of grace, we are going to be taking advantage of God. Are you following? Because it will lead to what? Behavior anyhow. So you have to balance it and say, hmm, God can move away from you if you mess up. Oh. So that everybody would, you know, so that won't take him for granted. Are you following what I'm talking about? It's, it is the wisdom of men. The revelation of God's grace transforms men. Because that understanding that God accepts you the way you are, then transforms you into who he is, all right? That means such that by being in Christ and acceptance of his benevolence and his grace, you have become a new creation. That understanding will never let you judge any man, will never let you write off any man, it will never let you reject any man, it will cause you to accept all men in Christ. Hallelujah. Loving them irrespective of their shortcomings. Because the grace that was extended to you is what you extend to them. Are you following? Are you following? Very important. Look at verse John. He says, my little children, these things write uh, unto you that he sin not. And if any man sin, we have, notice he said, he writes unto you that he sin not. But he now says, but if any man sin. We have what? An advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, what? The righteous. So the sin of the Christian is handled by the advocacy of Jesus. The sin of the Christian is not handled by the advocacy of the Christian. That means the Christian don't go to beg God for his sin. No. The sin of the Christian is handled by the advocacy of Jesus. He said, if any man sin, we have an advocate. Everybody say, we have an advocate. He says, with the Father, Jesus Christ, what? The righteous. Now, verse 2. And he is the what? Propitation for what? Our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. So the devil cannot come and say, Because of a sin, he can torment you. No, no, sin does not give the devil any right over you. 
What gives the devil right over you is your ignorance of what Christ has done concerning sin. Hallelujah. Now, that does not mean you say, oh, I'm going to live any now. No. Because if you live any now, we will suspect your salvation. Because the salvation we have received does not make us live any anyhow. Because we receive the spirit of God, the nature of God inside of us. So if we are going to live, we will live in accordance with our new nature. Are you following what I'm saying here? Are you following what I'm saying here? Very important. To live in accordance with our new nature. Hmm. Praise God. Why is this important? Because in handling Satan, righteousness consciousness is paramount. Righteousness consciousness is essential. Without a consciousness of righteousness, you cannot handle the devil. Why? Because when the devil comes in his attack, the first thing he's going to lead with is guilt and condemnation. Is anybody following here? Guilt and what? Condemnation. He is going to lead with accusation. He's going to lead with, all right, a feeling of worthlessness. That you are not enough in Christ. That there is something you need to do to be able to handle him. Oh, for, to handle me, you need to step up in your holiness. To handle, you, know, you understand? To handle me, you need to step up in your this. No, sir. Right living. Holy living. That is your worship to God. Amen. That is your what? Your worship to God. Your authority over the devil is a gift. It's a gift in Christ. It is not dependent on your performance. Are you following what I'm saying? It's not dependent on your what? On your performance. When you wake you up from sleep, you can cast it. Get out in Jesus' name. He will go. He has to go. Glory to God. Then when he tries to bring up your sins, what do you respond with? The blood. Hallelujah. The blood has washed. Hallelujah. Remember, it says, they overcame him by the blood and by the word of their testimony. So the blood is what Jesus did. The word of their testimony is their announcement with their own mouth over their lives about what, what, what Jesus did. Praise God. Praise God. All right. This is just introduction. I was just trying to do some small recap. Amen. Now, remember, we were supposed to now talk about, after we explained um, certain things like serpent, then we explained last week, right? Then we explained Genesis 1.26, when it says, all right, let us make man. Let us make man what? Let's turn in there, Genesis 1.26. Because I have to go to where I'm going to for today. Which was where we're talking about the classification of devils based on what? On nature. The kinds of devil. Kinds of devil. Okay? Now, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now, we've said that this means, what this actually means, Genesis 1.20, when it says, Let us make man in our image, it means let us make man what? Born again. All right? Let us make man bear the image of Christ. Because the image of God and the likeness of God is who? Christ Jesus. Colossians chapter 1 and verse what? 15. The image of God the likeness of God is what? Is Christ Jesus. So when God says, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle. We showed you, I showed you last week here that this is speaking of demonic spirits. Is that correct? Is that correct? All right, because when he says over the cattle, in Genesis 3.1, he, he tells you, and the serpent was more subtle than all the what? 
all the beasts of the field, that's cattle, you understand? So letting you know, because if the serpent is a beast of the field, glory to God, in the figurative language of Moses, amen, and we've read in Revelations that the serpent is the devil, you will now understand that serpent, beast, fowl, all of that is speaking representatively of what? Demonic word, spirits. Praise the Lord. So when he says, all right, and let them have dominion, He's telling you that this man who bears the image of God has dominion over who? The devil. Say aloud, I have dominion. Lala, I have dominion over the devil. I have dominion over devils in the sea, in the air, in the, on the earth, everywhere. I have dominion. Lala, I have dominion. Lala, I have dominion. Say, I have a dominion. I have authority. I have authority. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. That's how you talk. You're a Christian. If we could find someone that has power to help us out of this solution, who are you? Where do you come from? Why are you talking like that? That's vernacular. Learn the language. Shout out, I have dominion. Someone comes and tells you, do you know who I am? I'm from the marine spirit. You'll say, for you to have mind to tell me, it means that there's an error already. You are supposed to be hiding that fact from me. I'm supposed to discover by design of spirit, but for you to have mind to tell me, Mrs. Marine, you are not living here with that spirit. Glory to God. Say, what if the person does not want the spirit to go? My brother, that spirit will leave you here. You can go and do WhatsApp calls for it to come after you, but here. We leave you here. <laughs> we leave you here. I was praying with somebody. All right, there are some spirits there. Cast it, catch it. You understand? You know when you say, in the name of Jesus, there is a fear that comes from that demon. <gasps> ah, he's one of them. They will, ah. Never, when you are dealing with devils, they must never smell fear from you. The first approach of demonic speech is to instill fear. Are you following? That's why when you want to cast out devils, you understand? The first thing that happens is that if he's possessed, you come, oh, you understand? Fear. It's just super story. All those, the voice. It's just, you understand? You can go to a studio and do that manipulation of voice. You understand? Anyone can come and leave it. Praise God. Can you run it towards you? <laughs> you see it, the person, person, I mean, person will run it towards ah! Calm down, stand there. No shaking. Run, now, come. There's a level of boldness that comes on you as you pray in tongues and as you are full with the word. Praise God. Just stand there. You understand? They don't, don't now start being, you know, just, you know, just calm down. You understand? You know, just, Jesus, Jesus, oh, Jesus, Jesus. No. <laughs> Relax. Nothing there happened. Praise God. I want to cast now. They wanted to hit me, I hit my own chest back. Nothing there happened for you. Yeah. Wait, I, I, you are commoting. 
Read that side. He said, Sir, you didn't come want to come. If you are here, I'll come out. Hallelujah. Why? Because I have what? I have what? Say, and I have authority. Lord, I have authority. I am from the Marine Kingdom. I have been king. This other one is BBC News. BBC News. If you like, being from Mars, you are coming out. Praise God. All those information, it's not necessary. I have dominion. Say, I have dominion. I have dominion. Dominion, you have it. You have a dream. Someone is chasing you. You are doing fitness journey inside dream. You're always running. They're always chasing you. And you're always running. Running. <laughs> ha. You. Then now you go. I'm suffering. What, what? You want to suffer. You like it. Take authority. You will come and say, eh? You see, all of it, because in the physical, you can't see them. But when you speak, you can address them. You see, all those spirits, I come in the name of Jesus. Never you try that again. Do you understand? Yes, sir. You, you talk like that. You talk like that. They, eh? You're a child of power. You have dominion in Christ. This thing is not CRK. This church, we're not teaching CRK here. This is the truth of your inheritance in Christ. See, never again. Someone comes and wants to threaten you with juju physically. You understand? Don't go there and be like, hey, Joseph, hey, your what? And it's telling your people you are skilled. You say, ah, me, sir. Let me just tell you. You try to kill me. You will die, you. Do you understand? Yes, I'm just warning you. It's for your good, though. But I'm, if you want, go and meet your this thing. Ask your demon about me. All right? All right? Okay. You succeed on that one. You can't succeed here. So I've killed pastor. You can't kill this one. And if I want to have mercy on you, you will leave. But if I choose to take it the other way, you will die. Praise God. Yeah, you understand? You talk like that. When you start talking like that, person, ah, where is he getting his confidence from? Angels respond to faith. Angels respond to confidence. Devils respect confident folks. People who are confident in the Christ that they have. Amen? Amen. Angels can't work with fearful Christians. Demons feast on fearful Christians. Glory to God. I said glory to God. All right. Now, he says, all right, so dominion is yours in Christ. Now, let us look at from scriptures the, the different kinds of demonic spirits. So you can, um, based on their nature or kinds, all right? Because that's actually what I wanted to focus on today. Because today is the last um, teaching on the understanding devils, right? Amen. Have I told you a classification of devils based on their authority in the kingdom of darkness? Principalities, powers, rule of darkness of this world? I've taught you that, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I know I didn't really, but I just taught you, right? All right. Now, let's start. Classification of based on nature. Now, there are four kinds of spirits. Broad classification. Four kinds. Amen. You have, number one, evil spirits. Evil spirits. Now, the word evil 
is in the Greek is poneros. That is wicked spirits. These guys, they are wicked. Are you following? If there's anything you can use to describe activities of devils, it's wickedness. Wickedness. Ah, they are wicked. Oh God, they are wicked. You did see somebody been battling one condition for 35 years. You see a family where an evil spirit is involved. The first son has died. The second son is, has died. The third son is dying. The fourth daughter is sick with cancer. You will just see it like that. It's, it's wickedness. Acts 19. Well, before Acts 19, let's look at First Samuel chapter number 16. And verse 24. Now, in the Old Testament, you have to be careful of the language and the way evil spirits and demonic spirits are, you know, presented. In First Samuel chapter 16, you will see, things, you see something like, and, and, and the spirit of the Lord left Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord came on him. You see that? Let, let me explain that to you. All right, First Samuel chapter 16 and 24. Yeah, that's, I just want to tell you something. That is so important for you to know. You know, Pastor Gide was the one who used to do the projection, right? Now he's pastoring a what? A center. In both roles, he's serving. Right? Right? Let me tell you something. In ministry, your focus should be service, not position. Did you hear what I said? Your focus should be what? Service. Not what? Position. Whenever you are fighting for position, your focus is not service. Whenever you are fighting for position, your focus is limelight, not service. And ministry is not for the proud. Ministry is not for limelight. It's for what? Service. So the person who is sweeping the floor can begin to preach. Either way, they are serving. Glory to God. So, in, the, in ministry, in God's eyes, the one who can serve him by sweeping is the one that can serve him by what? By preaching. The one who can serve him by parking speaker is the one who can serve him by healing the sick. Because the emphasis is what? Service. So, the emphasis is others, not you. Praise God. Praise God. Be careful of what you say you cannot do in service to God. When you are selective in your service to God, it means the focus is you, not him. Just thought to drop that. All right? You know, in three cost me, there's side dish. That one is what? Side dish. <laughs> ah, verse 24 now. There's no 24. Uh, let me go there myself. That means I, it's a typo. I went to go and type something that I'm not supposed to type. All right, look at First Samuel. Let me look at it again. Okay, First Samuel 18 and 10.
Praise God. Okay, it was 23. 1st Samuel 16, 23. Now let's give 1st Samuel 18, 10. It says, and it came to pass on the morrow. Everybody read. It says what? And the what? That the evil spirit from who? <laughs> the evil spirit from what? From God came upon Saul. The evil spirit from God. Ha! Ah. <laughs> Praise God. Now, the Old Testament writers, their writings are inspired. But God accommodated the ignorance that they have and used it. So we can learn that even them, their revelation was what? Progressive. Now, why am I saying this? Okay, for example, the Bible lets us know that Joshua, one time when he was fighting a battle, he prayed a prayer. He said, let the sun stand what? Still. And the Bible says that the sun stayed still for 24 words, hours. Is that correct? Now, what from science, we understand that it was not the sun that stood still. Because the earth is revolving around what? The sun. So what stood still? The earth revolution around the sun. The rotation did not stop. The revolution was what stopped for 24 hours. Now, God accommodated the ignorance of what? Of Joshua and answered Joshua's prayer irrespective of Joshua's ignorance of the science. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? All right. Then the person who recorded it, recorded it based on his own understanding of what happened. Are you following? So the limitation of their knowledge did not hamper all right, the fact that what they wrote down was inspired. Are you following what I'm talking about? Now, so when he says, and it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul, what this is just trying to tell you is this. The spirit of God led Saul, and another spirit took the place. Now, because we know that every good and perfect gift, James 1, 13, comes from God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Every good and perfect gift comes from God, the Father of lights, in whom there is no what? Variableness or shadow of what? Of turning. So that means God cannot be giving an evil spirit to somebody. He does not have evil spirit to give. Evil spirits are in rebellion against what? Against God. So there cannot be a cooperation between God and an evil spirit. This language used here is just to communicate to you that because Saul was in rebellion against God's plans, the spirit of God stopped working with him and an evil spirit came in his place. Praise God. Now, the person writing this, Observing Saul's behavior and the irrationality documented it that it was an evil spirit and now said it is from God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. An evil spirit. And he said, and he prophesied in the midst of the house, and David played with his hand, as at other times. And there was a javelin in what? Saul's hands. So if you study the contents of 1 Samuel 18, you find that Saul was paranoid about who? David. And was wanting to kill who? David. Now, the scripture is telling you that that paranoia that Saul had and the desire to kill David was by an evil spirit. So, that what does that tell you? One of the things evil spirits can do when an evil spirit is at work in a man, the evil spirit can 
motivate that man to want to take out another man. Are you seeing that? The evil spirit can um, set that uh, one fellow in paranoid behavior against the other person, and he'll be looking for how to take him out. So sometimes, when people come against you, and you cannot understand why they are against you, instead of countering them in the flesh, take care of the spirit behind their actions. Are you following? Yes, sir. Take care of what? So there are times where you go to your clothes and say, that evil spirit operating inside of so and so. That evil, I come against that evil spirit operating inside so and so. In the name of Jesus, you do not proceed any further. Glory to God. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? It's an evil spirit. It's an evil spirit. Acts of apostles. So that's how you do warfare. Amen? Let's say, for example, brother, you're married. Then for some reason, you slept with somebody that's not your wife. Then that person that you slept with now says, I'm going to deal with you. I'm going to destroy your life. I'm going to destroy everything that's going to concern you. That will destroy you, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, you know you have to tell your wife now. Well, only, I, I, I'm sorry. Whatever you want to do, do to me. But I have a problem. Something, 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 something. But after you've understood that the spirit of accusation is actually the operation of who? Of the devil. And that desire to wantonly destroy, okay, can be human, but it can also be accommodated by what? An evil spirit. What do you do? You go to your closet. All right? You know that God has forgiven you. You know your wife is in the process of forgiving you or killing you. <laughs> ah, there's, no, listen, there's no wisdom in all those cheating rubbish. There's no wisdom in it, bro. The devil is what I always... You know, the Bible, on, on our operation of Satan is deception. He will deceive you that there's something there. Ah, brother. That sex with the person in fornication and adultery is crazy. <laughs> the Bible says, stolen water is sweet. Yeah, sir. The water where they steal. It's water. You understand? You don't think the water is still water. But the fact that it's stolen is wise, wise, sweet. Yeah, sir. Then it's after it will turn your belly. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. I said, Amen. Don't try to marry them. Keep your eyes straight. Amen. Amen. If it will help, carry a picture of your wife, put it inside car. Then at work, put the picture there. You can tattoo it on your forehead too. Who is that? It's my wife. <laughs> help yourself. Ah, help yourself oh, so that I can help you. And God can help you. Angels can help you. Holy Ghost can help you. There's no reason in it. It's just hypertension, you know, hypertension business. Your wife has wala. She's this too, this thing. She's too, this thing. She's too, and pray. Pray about it. Is, God, is there anything too hard for God to do? Amen. My wife doesn't want to have sex as frequently as I say, I pray too. Amen. Amen. Talk to her about it. Maybe your mouth is smelling. 
It can be you don't have your bath regularly. It can be that you have one one boxers for two months. So there are many reasons for so you know this cause. But that adultery, ay 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 ay, oh ay 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 ay, wamajia. Oh, let me tell you a story. Oh, let me tell you a story. There's this story about this preacher. <laughs> Young preacher, he was serving in the ministry. So, you know, you know how you know sometimes preachers, you know, some preachers are very naive. Amen. I, 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 instead of saying I say stupid, you understand? You know, some sisters who, oh, my God, you know, those, you know, uh, you know. Hmm. He was not thinking maybe he was finer than he was, he actually was. Or he was answered. So he felt, you know, the way this one was doing. He now made mistake and went to fall there. Ha! So I fell inside there. Hmm. Went to sin. Then he carried on for a while. After the time, he said he wants to repent. <laughs> he said, you want to what? Then leave me for what? So who will now be taking care of me? He said, no problem. That if you want to, um, this is no problem. You can go and do it. But for, for him to, for her to keep quiet, he has to pay her 250000 After I paid the first one, she came back. Ah, no, I have some needs, urgent needs, my rent, something. 650000 <laughs> Then soon she said the new MacBook came out. She won MacBook. Then the pastor was now using church offering to silence her. At a point, he said, it is good for me to fall into the hand of, of God than to fall into the hand of men. So he sharply went to report himself to his preacher. I said, Papa, I have suffered. I have sinned. Look, I stole church money. I said, just look, keep me. Don't let that one keep me. <laughs> There's no wisdom inside. Glory to God. Sister, you are in your marriage. All of a sudden, thoughts are coming. You are comparing one man with your husband. Yes, sir. He's just coming. He's just coming. Ah, The devil is playing 10 times with your brain. You know, you know, ten, you know tennis. You know, that's what it's playing with your brain. No? <laughs> There's nothing there. So you just get pregnant. You don't know, know who the father is. And you know what about the devil? The devil is very wicked. Evil spirit. Poneros. He can postpone the this thing. You, you, you know, you know, you say, oh no, no, don't worry, I've escaped. You know, is the is my this thing. That 25 years or so, 15, 17 years. They will just do DNA. And your nakedness will be outside. Bagam. I know the social media. In two seconds, everybody has known. Before you know it, BBC will just carry it. There was another case of fact. And it's, it's your own they will put on BBC. They didn't put every other person. It was Linda Kennedy that carried other people's own. But your own, it's BBC and CNN. Then they will not be interviewing people. What do you, what do you have to say? <laughs> don't, eh, don't give room. Do not give room to who? Don't give room to the devil. He's wicked. He doesn't care. He doesn't hear stop. He doesn't hear, ah, is enough. No. You have to stop him. Look at him and say, you have to stop him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why many times, you see, when um, things are going on, one of the things that stops the devil in his tracks is love. Because if you check it, Every single operation of the devil thrives on works of the flesh. Amen? Works of the flesh. 
Love will stop him in his tracks. Because when men and women walk in love, the devil will have no tool to use. Praise God. All right, so evil spirit, right? So I was trying to say um, Acts of Apostles chapter 19. Glory to God. And look at what it says here. Now, Acts 19, verse 13. Evil spirits. It says, Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them, which had what? Which had what? Evil spirit. The word evil there? Poneros. Calamitous. Wicked spirits. Okay? So these guys were Jews. They were not saved. So they just said they were exorcists. Right? Exorcists. Exorcism is to, um, the act of trying to expel a spirit. All right? They were exorcists. All right? That took it upon themselves to call about them which had evil spirits. All right? Um, evil spirits. The name of the Lord Jesus. Saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. <laughs> Fourteen. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew and, a, and chief of the priests, which did do so. 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Now, this evil spirit, evil spirits possess. Okay? Evil spirits do what? They possess. They have the capacity to possess. There are three levels of manifestation of evil spirits. Evil spirit, unclean spirits. Three levels of manifestation. Number one is demonic oppression. That is, the evil spirit oppresses. Now, oppression has to do with the activities of devils in the body. Everybody look up. Look up. Look up. Oppression has to do with the activities of evil spirits in the body. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about what? Doing good and healing all that were what? So you see, healing all that were what? Oppressed. Healing is for the what? The body. Oppression is in the body. Amen? So, the evil spirit was operating in their bodies, having expression in their bodies. It's an oppression. Then the second level is demonic obsession. Where that spirit, the manifestation, is in the realm of the mind, the soul. Where you have, you know, all sorts of maladies like paranoid schizophrenia where we're hearing voices and things like that. Amen. All right? It's an evil spirit that's there. Now, psychiatrists have, you know, what they do and all of that, all of that, and they can help the people and all. But there are some of those cases that the spirit is involved. And when you expel the spirit, you will see the person will come back to their senses. Praise God. Then the other level is demonic possession. In demonic possession, the spirit has taken control of that person's voices and the person's eyes and all. So someone who is possessed with an evil spirit, all right, could be looking at you and be talking about what you have done, what you just did and stuff. That person is possessed. So he's seen not with his own eyes or with his ears, but with the aid of that evil spirit. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? So many times, whenever you are in front of someone who is possessed, and the person, one of the ways you know, if the person comes, if there is a manifestation, one of the things you are going to know is from what the person can tell you and stuff like that, if there is a manifestation. 
you will know if it's a full possession or if it is an obsession. An obsession has, has to do with the mind and oppression the body. Praise God. Now let's look at the next, second part. Let me move faster. I just have barely five minutes. Unclean spirits. Matthew 12, 43. Oh, let me just even... Yeah. Uh, let's look at Mark 5, 2. Go of time. An unclean spirit. An unclean spirit is basically what it is. Unclean. Akatos. Dirty spirit. When an unclean spirit is at work in someone, that person will be pushed to do very, very dehumanizing things. Dehumanizing things. Terrible things. When an unclean spirit, for example, if an unclean spirit is involved in someone with a sex addiction, you just find that person cannot be satisfied having sex normally. The normal way. Praise God. It can't make, you understand? It's either the person must have two men, or the person must, they must tie the person's leg to the ceiling. You understand? All sorts of, you know, weird stuff. Now, the world, you say, is their truth. It's normal. It's just what, you understand? I'm like, ah, you two think I'm now. It's an unclean spirit, dehumanizing. The person gets pleasure to the, you understand? Tastes like sadomasochism. Where you <laughs> say, okay, husband and wife says, and your wife now says, or the husband now says, I don't, I don't, I'm not enjoying it. How do you enjoy it? And I say, okay, you have to tie me. Ah, I should tie you how? Tie you to the ceiling. Tie my leg here, tie my hand here. Tie. They will now carry koboko. Wow. Yeah! <laughs> my brother, I don't think spirit has entered it too. It's not the way you are. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the way you are. Some will get to a point that they have to. Let me show you. Should I show you this thing? Should I show you? Mark 5. You see what I'm saying? They will have to scratch them. They have to use some. They will have to take stuff and peel part of, out of their body for sexual pleasure. And unclean spirit is involved. Unclean spirit is involved. That's why in my, before you marry somebody, find out the battle they are fighting. No. Everybody's fighting battle. Don't go and be looking at face and uh, bum bum. Alright. Mary Dada. You know there's something called you, you ask questions. Talk about sex. I didn't say you should have it too. Talk about it. How far? Which one is your, what's your belief? Do you believe in monogamy? You understand? Do you believe in same sex or, you know, have those conversations. So we can know where things are happening. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I am saying? When you, see, it's, it's like this. The final of the Champions League is too late for us to discover that your number 10 player is a carpenter. Are you following what I'm talking about? Final chapter is too late. Match don't start. And you say the person you gave number 10, now Carpenter. <laughs> you don't say that. That's why you lost the final. No. You are supposed to know before the match. Amen. Ask questions. Just know what's happening. Praise God. Now look at Mark 5, verse 2. 
He says, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately they met him out of the tombs. He was living where? In the tombs. A man with an unclean spirit. Next verse. Who had his dwelling among the tombs? That's why he was living. He was not living with a man. And no man could bind him, no, not with chains. Verse 4. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him. And the fetters broken in pieces. Uh-uh. Relax now. Uh-uh. And the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. Verse 5. This is where I'm going. Look what it says. In verse 5, it says, And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and what? Cutting himself with stones. Sedomaxotism. Because someone with an unclean spirit would derive pleasure from pain. Pain is pleasure. Are you, oh, oh boy. Are, are you following what I'm saying? It's an unclean spirit. So if you are listening to me and I'm describing something that is looking like you, go into your closet after the service and handle this thing. If you need help, we can help you. Now, as a Christian, you cannot be possessed of devils because the Spirit of God lives on your inside. But if you give room, the devil can oppress your body and oppress your mind and obsess your mind. If you give room. So that's why you don't give room. Don't watch what you are not supposed to watch. Have you noticed the amount of absurdity that is being some unclean spirit directors are the ones producing your movies? And they will put it and you're like, how can I sit down and put something like this on television? How can it be on TV? You have to understand. If you watch it, what you watch gets into your mind. And the moment there is a material the devil can use, he will work with it. God works with what you put in your mind. The devil will also work with what you put in your mind. May you not give the devil raw material for your destruction in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's continue. The third kind of spirit, familiar spirits. Familiar spirits. Acts 16, 16. It's called the spirit of divination. Now, I must warn you that there has been a serious rise in the activities of familiar spirits in the body of Christ today under the guise of prophet, prophetic. You understand? Prophetic flow. Familiar spirits. Familiar spirits are spirits of divination. One major th- push of familiar spirits is that familiar spirits know things about you. So somebody who is, under the, uh, who is operating under a familiar spirit will be able to tell you things about yourself. So that's why you must never be carried away by spirits of divination. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So in this day and age, we have to look well. Because the way Babalawas have now started wearing suits. Do you understand? You will not know because you see... The lines have become so blurry. Ah, time has gone. Ah, Jesus. The lines have become so blurry that we can't tell pastor from Babalao. You will see now, some churches, they have a pool. They will call it pool of Bethsaida. You understand? They have funny, play, funny things. It's very, very, you understand? 
Very, very, you know. Uh -huh. You have some locations. Maybe that can put on that palm tree or funny places. You know, like, ah, what's going on? It's looking like all these um, ekankarons. But they just slap the name of Jesus on it and it's cool. You understand? You'll be seeing some funny runs. Ah, what's happening here? Don't let, because someone says, your name is Jide. Don't you know your name? And say, you are born on this. <gasps> Man of God, go deeper, Papa. Go deeper. You see, you were, oh, calm down. A man can give you that by the spirit, but he can also give you that by what? A familiar spirit. And because right now, in the body of Christ, the teaching ministry is despised by many. I'm going to talk about teaching ministry. I'm not going to have seven things to know about. No, I'm talking of Bible. So, as a result of that, discernment is low. So, it is not easy to tell the truth from the fake. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, so, people have the propensity to easily be deceived. And when you have challenges, you have not gotten married, and you have wanting, and they've told you that all those things are your inheritance in Christ, you now begin to run elter skelter, and you don't mind the spirit that is working in these men, all women, and you go and put your head there. Glory to God. You have to be very careful. Familiar spirits. Let me just round up with this. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel, everybody say damsel. Yeah. Notice it's a damsel. Fine girl. Wore makeup, looked good, wore a nice suit, it was white. You know, and she gave a word. Your name is Eddie. I see it in the spirit. <gasps> Talk to me, deeper. <laughs> he said, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel, possessed with a spirit of definition, met us, met us which brought our masters much word, gained by what? One major way of knowing those who operate by a spirit of divination is they attach a fee to it. Money is the central push of that ministry. So you will find that for someone to prophesy, there will be money they will collect from you. It's a money-making scheme. All right? Brought a master's much gain by suiting. Look at what it says, verse 17. Now, hear what she said. Pay attention. Mm. This same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, these men are the what? Eh? That, was she saying anything bad? By the spirit of divination, she was saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God. We show unto us the what? The way of what? Eh? If it's me, I'll say, wonderful. God bless you. You recognize us. <laughs> Even when you knew us. We tell, the spirit of God is one. <laughs> hey! The spirit of God is what? You know what? What did she say that is wrong? Nothing. Nothing. But Paul picked it up. So the accuracy of what he said is no indication of the authenticity of the spirit speaking. It was accurate, but the spirit was wrong. It was a familiar spirit. Now look at what next, in verse 18, the announces what. And this did she how long? Many days. So that means she went on talking. Paul didn't pick it. Didn't pick it. 
But note something. Neither did Paul affirm her ministry. Look at me, everybody. Look at me. Do not be in a hurry to affirm any ministry. Give it time. Never be carried away. Never, ever be what? Carried away. Give it time. Time is a revealer of things. He says she did it many days. But Paul, being what? Greed. So that means his spirit did not agree. Are you following? So she was saying the right things, but his spirit did not agree. Something is wrong with this woman. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Hallelujah. His spirit did not agree. He said, turn and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. Are you following? I said, are you following? Are you following? Familiar spirit. One of the most difficult spirits. It's easy to detect an evil spirit because of what the wickedness being done. It's easy to detect an unclean spirit because you see manifestation. The one that is difficult to detect is familiar spirit. Because the familiar spirit sounds and looks like what? The spirit of God. In that, uh -uh, he knows things. And if your spirit, your discernment is not on point, soon, you now find, uh, uh, some people have tried that here now. They'll come to church, or right, obviously they'll, we're flowing word of knowledge and stuff. After the service, the person will come and be telling me, you know, the, the spirit of God said to there's one guy that is the spirit of God said I should tell you something. Hey, shut up. That you could fast three days. Who is hey, shut up? <laughs> you understand? One of the things, one of the things you will know where people are operating with familiar spirits is this. They always want to come into the meeting. This you know, this is how they come and take over a church. They will attend the service. Hmm? They after the attend the service, they will always want to see the pastor. They will go for the head. Now, if they don't go for the pastor, they will come and begin to say, I want to see you, sister. Inside the church. Alright? The person is not a leader. The person is not a... You don't know, it's not a leader in the church or anything like that. But you always want to be giving you word. Are you following? That's how they come. They want to take over the meeting. So if the pastor is not sharp or the pastor is not giving to the things of the spirit, before I know it, he will now begin to introduce ah, wonderful this thing. Wow. You understand? Ah, ah, so move on. You understand? You get before you know it, what if that church lower? And the thing is being run by familiar spirit. Because they will not be transferring familiar spirit to everybody. Everybody will not be seen. <laughs> you understand? They'll be seen. But they'll be seen by what? Familiar spirit. And what normally happens is, in such a case, as that familiar spirit has entered, one, so you don't begin to have some, some funny desires that are very, yeah, where is this coming from? Let me stop here. Amen? Amen? So on YouTube, it's not everybody that is saying, I see you, I see you. It's not everybody Holy Ghost, too. Not everybody, oh. You say, when some of you go and see some things going on YouTube, and you see guys, you say, oh, glory to God. Me too, Lord. Ah, me too. Be careful the prayer you are praying. <laughs> Be careful of your prayer, oh. You too, okay. Relax. Look at them and say, relax. 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 
Calm down. Amen. These are the last days. Different kind of spirit. Calm down. Be discerning. Amen. Amen. When you see someone that is saying, you know, he wants to prophesy to your sister, come to my hotel room. You understand? Then you are going there. Oh, the man of God. Oh, the man of God. Oh, my God. Me? I'm so favored and blessed. Are you okay? He says you come to the hotel room. Why can't he do it in the church? And you are going there. You are going to the hotel room to prophesy. And you now go and sit down there. Yes, man of God. Hey, maybe the you two are under a spell. Relax. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. One major way you will find when you see someone that is operating with familiar spirits and all is that they will have an unclean life. An unclean life. An unclean life. Glory to God. Unclean life. I'll be sleeping with people up and now. And he will just prophesy. He will just get up from a woman and come and prophesy. No conviction of Holy Spirit, nothing. Now, someone who is a man of God who has missed his way, that can happen. But the Spirit of God will bring him back to his senses. You understand what I'm saying? There's a way you bring back to the sense. But the other guy, he will just be going on like express, like ah, nothing they happen. It's not grace, so he's never born again. This one is, you understand? Glory to God. I said glory to God. So brothers, amen. Shine your eyes when you are, you know, you know, dealing with sisters. Sisters, shine your eyes when you are dealing with brothers. People have battles they are fighting. Pray very well. No wizu. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. No wizu. No wizu. No wizu. Hallelujah. It's designed when you have to normalize this. I see a spirit operating in your life. Can I talk, can I talk to you? <laughs> so what comes that to you? And you say, oh, wonderful. I, I, can, can I talk to you? <laughs> Are you battling this? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I see a spirit. This, uh, can, I, can we pray together? From toasting becomes deliverance service. <laughs> Out! In Jesus. Praise God. I feel lighter, hallelujah. Amen. Now, feed on this word, feed on these scriptures, listen, listen. you find out that after, because it could be that the enemy of your father's side is the one that entered into the person, you understand? And is moving in to come and toast you so that it can now be a spiritual wickedness in the headquarters of your life. Are you following what I'm talking about? So we have to be very alert. You understand? So that your enemy without does not become your enemy with... I don't know why I'm talking like this. It's very, very, maybe there's somebody here this thing applies. So I'm just talking. Yes. It's very, very discerning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed? Yes, sir. All right. Can we rise to our feet? Let's just pray in tongues. Time as, ah, Lord. The, um, CEO, admin, I'm so sorry. I, I'm, this is so wrong. And pastors don't copy this. Most don't copy. This is past nine. It's wrong. I'm so sorry. But I just had to. Just into your hands and just bless his name. Thank him for everything. The, you are whispering these tongues. These two whispers. Because of speaking tongues at all. Yeah. Hallelujah.
talk in other tongues. Hallelujah. Talking other tongues. Thank you. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, All right. Now, listen, Surrey Church, you are growing stronger. You are getting better. Amen. More people are added to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now remember, in August, Sulere Church is moving where? We are moving to Nikons. Praise God. So how about we mean way more souls before that move? Praise God. Amen. There's so much for us to do. Hallelujah. All right. Now, with every single thing we are doing, we are giving towards all the church planting activities and all. So let's make sure we are generous in giving towards that. Amen. Alright, so we're going to give right now for first service. Let's package our offerings quickly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. The account number, can we put it on the screen? For those who don't know it, if you have your envelopes, the numbers are there. Let us give real quickly. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Alright? So if we have given... You have just listened to a message by Rev. Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.